0: what's up homies what's up homies i'm erica
1: and i'm roshane
0: and thank you so much for hanging out with us today homies but uh you should see the look on your faces right now because we pranked you.
1: Ha ha, got him.
0: Oh, we got you good. Get wrecked, homies. <laughs> oh, did you think we would take a week off? Are you, who do you think we are? Pranked. <laughs> <laughs> was that <Punk'd>, too aggressive?
1: <laughs> punked, as some would say. No, I think it was aggressive enough.
0: Yeah, you've been punked, homies. We thought we'd play a little joke on you. We lied. We lied.
1: Bullface lied.
0: Oh, stone cold. From the voice straight into your ears, we lied. (laughs) And you believed it. You thought we weren't coming back this week. Of course we were. We were just like, you know what? Let's do an April Fool's episode. Because why not? Because why not? Why not? But I mean, we had to, if we were going to do an April Fool's episode, we had to do it on April Fool's Day. We couldn't come out with it on Monday. It wouldn't have made any sense.
1: Yeah, nobody would have got that.
0: Nobody would have got that. Nobody would have been pranked if it came out on Monday, March. What is that? 29th? It is
1: that's March a... irrelevant is what it is. Uh, nobody uh, wants that.
0: No, that's not a joke. That's just an episode. <laughs> we wanted both a joke and an episode, a joke, if you will. <laughs> oh, Erica, you sweet, sweet little idiot baby. You really passed up the chance to call this episode an April Fool's stravaganza? Disappointed. I am disappointed. So we waited. we came up with a good idea. We lied to you guys. <laughs> we lied to the homies. <laughs> I love
1: I love that I can hear the smile on your face when you're like we lied to you. We lied to your face. We lied all up in your general direction.
0: We did. We did. It's a good prank. It's a good one. And you know what, homies, I'm gonna start this episode off by saying, if you want other people to be pranked just as badly as we pranked you today, uh you should go and leave us a review or a rating on Apple Podcasts cuz we pranked you so hard.
1: Oh no. I wonder. I hope that doesn't go south actually.
0: No. <laughs> I think you have to give people props. You have to give people credit if so- they give if they give a good prank.
1: So if you were sufficiently pranked, make sure you drop a five-star review over at Apple Mm Podcasts to let them know, let them know who did it to you.
0: Let them know the homies sent you. Because, ooh, we pranked you so good. You had to go and leave a little review. But (laughs) in news that is not a prank, (laughs) I did want to mention that we were recently on the an episode of the kill the dead podcast Yep, we were on their episode that came out last thursday and We've been on their podcast before, so this was a return for us, and they asked us if we wanted to talk to them about the last three Leprechaun movies, and we said of course we would, because we had a ton of fun on there last time. We were really, really excited to go back on there, and (laughs) we were really excited to talk about the Leprechaun movies as well, because if you guys have heard our, I'm pretty sure it was our intro episode where we talked about Leprechaun as a character. And... I
1: think so, yeah. It was like one of the early, early episodes where we talked about Leprechaun mm-hmm. and that that outfit and costuming that haunts me still to this day. The drip, uh, yeah. <laughs> the drip.
0: is <laughs> on point. The dankest
1: of Leprechaun drip.
0: Oh, yeah. He's got it. He's got it. He's got the wit. He's got the comebacks. He's got the drip. Obviously, Um, he's been he's a worldly out, outer worldly man. He's been to space. He's been to the hood. Um, (laughs) He's been to Vegas. I haven't even been to Vegas. So, yeah, he's been he's been a man about town for sure. So we went on the Kill the Dead podcast and talked to them about those movies. So if you homies want to check that out, please head over to their um, channel, whatever podcast and listen to the episode and also they covered every movie in the series um we were just the last three but if you want to hear their take on all the other movies then you can also find those episodes over there
1: and if you do that you won't have to actually watch all eight of the leprechaun movies (laughs) yeah and um honestly they're kind of doing you a favor by reviewing them so definitely go check them out mm-hmm. um and save yourself some some heartache and <laughs> and copious hours in front of a screen asking why is this happening
0: <laughs> True hey you right um but we got a good one planned for you today homies we have we're doing something that we haven't done before which is a versus type situation, head we to head, head mono to e head, mono a Fabric, fabric to hair, because <laughs> we thought we were trying to think of a fun movie to talk about today. And I, when we first were debating if we were going to do an April Fool's episode, we saw information about the movie Slacks. Which, if you haven't heard of it, it's this movie that just came out on Shudder not too long ago. And was basically, it's, the way that it was advertised was, you know, evil pants, <laughs> basically. <laughs> and I thought that that would be fun to put up against evil weave. So I said, why don't we do bad hair versus slacks and see how we feel about both of them. So that is what we did. Um, And before we get into too much spoiler territory with either movie, I want to have a quick little discussion with you, Shane, Because...
1: There's some mischief in your voice, but I'm here. I'm listening.
0: Bad Hair is a movie that I've been wanting to watch for a while, and I just have been waiting because I... I've been wanting to talk about it on the podcast, so I was like, I'm going to wait until we kind of decide when we're going to do that before I watch it. Mm -hmm. And we almost did it for Black History Month, and then we ended up, you know, going with different movies. But the thing about this movie that was so appealing to me was that it was talking about it seemed to me that it was going to be more of a message about black women's hair than just you know oh weave bad (laughs) Mm -hmm. um and that was very interesting to me because i for the longest time have like hair my hair specifically has always been like a topic that i've always been keen to talk about like i written articles about it i've written poems about it like my relationship with my hair Mm -hmm. and i was really really excited that there is finally going to be a movie that seemed to be coming out that was mixing horror elements plus black women's relationship to their hair so that was the thing that initially appealed to me within this movie right but I guess I just wanted to ask you because I always see, see things through like obviously a woman's lens because I am a woman like I just I never am able to experience you know I don't experience things from any other person's like point of view because I I can't unless they tell me mm-hmm. <laughs> so I wanted to ask you like as a black man do you have any kind of relationship with your hair in that sense like oh
1: oh yeah most definitely most definitely
0: and i i figured that you did but i was interested to hear your point of view i will say this movie does definitely cater like more towards the black women's experience of it Mm -hmm. and i'll get into that in a minute but i want i did want to hear from you and like
1: well, I mean, I definitely agree that this movie is very much geared towards the female journey um, for black women and dealing with, you know, the hair struggles, especially in corporate America. I suppose I, this is where this is uh, stationed. Um, but, I mean, I've gone through hair phases myself. Um,
0: I've been there. I've been there for
1: Yeah, you've been there. You've seen a lot of my hair phases. <laughs> yeah. Like, I've. I, I've done the, the relaxer before in the past. I've attempted the fro. I've gone bald. Like, I've done several different um, things to my hair. Um, and it's one of those things that even though I do think uh, black women have a very specific relationship with the topic, I think black people as a whole um, all have to find and figure out their own way to navigate um their hair struggles especially in uh, in the states i mean the whole like don't touch a black person's hair is a universal saying for a reason um it's because it's i think it's a sensitive topic actually for a lot of people oh, and yeah. i know growing up like I've, I've like i said i've gone through hair phases right and a lot of that is because like your hair is an important part of you and your identity and figuring out what you want to do with that is one thing like that's one struggle and journey on its own. However, when you then have a system, especially for people like us, like performers who have to go in front of a a camera and go in front of people and present a look that they want, right? Not only do you have to factor in this journey, that black people have to go through with their own hair and their own identity, but then you have to add in this layer of what society expects from black people when it comes to their look and comes to their identity and like things that you want. And so it's like, I've been at the place where I've wanted to try out hairstyles that I didn't because I knew if I did that hairstyle, I wouldn't get cast in a role. Because I don't look like the typical black man with this particular hairstyle. You know what I mean? Right. And I'm sure that that's, even though I'm applying that to the uh, creative area, I'm sure that applies to everyday jobs. Like somebody, like for the longest time, you could not get a job because you had dreads, you know, like shit like that. And I'm, I'm Jamaican. So it's
2: like,
1: (laughs) it's one of those things where like the the whole idea that just because of the way your hair looks, someone can either pass or give you an opportunity has always been crazy to me. But I think it's something that every black person has to deal with, like on a consistent basis.
0: Oh, oh, 100%. And I think, you know, for black people specifically, from the moment that you are old enough to be like cognizant of wh- how your hair is, the texture of it, and you know what it takes to take care of it. You are being you are building a relationship with your hair. And that relationship can either be toxic or it can be healthy. And I think for me specifically, I love my hair, but I do think that I have a very toxic relationship with it. Mm-hmm. And And I think that that's just because, you know, it isn't until recently in recent years that I feel like the natural hair hype and praise has really been popping off. Before that, natural hair, you did not fit in if you had a specific type of natural hair. And I want to talk about bad hair as like more so the concept of it rather than just the title of this film Mm -hmm. Uh, i think that there is very much difference between for most people bad hair is a bad hair day and there's a difference between that and your hair itself the texture of it and the quality of it being considered bad but you can have good hair days. And that's how I felt for a long time, was like that my hair was bad, but I could have good hair sometimes, if Mm -hmm. that makes sense. And I think that um, it's true. It's like, you know, um, you kind of growing up, you see this very specific certain type of hair on TV that's popular or around you. And specifically for black women, I think a lot of people feel that they are entitled to comment on the quality of your hair a lot. And that's like another thing that <laughs> is can can steer you into confusing territory because all throughout my life I've had people commenting on my hair Like, whether they thought it was real, whether they thought it was nice, what Mm -hmm. they think I should do with it. Not that long ago, like a week ago, some guy at my job told me that he said, Oh, don't cut your hair. Because black women always want to cut their hair, and I don't understand it. I don't like it. And I was like, like, Sir, sir,
1: who are you?
0: Take your bagel. (laughs) Like, what are you mean? Who are you? Your total is 365. Can I have it or no? Like, I was just like, Okay. And, It's just one of those things where I... Most of the times when I get compliments on my hair, they are... Basically go as such. It's, you know... Oh, you have such beautiful hair. And then it asks... Then they ask if I'm mixed or what my nationality is. And then I tell them that I'm, you know, full black. And it's almost like, oh, well, despite your race, congratulations, you have hair that I deem as beautiful. And I think that that's why I have clung to, you know, uh, wearing my hair a specific type of way, because that's just what I now consider beautiful on myself. I feel like that is why the concept of bad hair is even a thing is because other people have put that label on it, or other people have told you that's what your hair is. Because if I never heard that when I was younger, I would not have the relationship that I do with my hair now. I would have just always thought my hair was fine or that it was normal. But because I grew up thinking that the natural state of my hair was bad. And when I could go get a relaxer, it was good. Like, that's just something that I have to live with. Like, I still rely on relaxers or, you know, weave or like a crochet or, you know, some kind of a thing where my hair can just be yeah in a different state than what it normally is. I would love to be natural, but I, it's just not who I am right now. I don't think I could, like, I just can't rock that right now. I'm not, <laughs> I'm not proactive enough to, to take that journey but, yeah.
1: and there's a lot of factors that come into that, too. You've gone over a chunk of them. and like that's actually one of the reasons I was very excited for this episode because especially after watching this movie, I was very, I was very keen about hearing your perspective on the whole subject., um, even though, you know, I grew up with my own hair struggles and I grew up in a household that was predominantly women. So I did, by proxy, get to see a lot of this journey. Um, you know, through my sister, through my mom, like their, their hair woes and going with them to the hair shops and all that stuff. And like seeing this culture that does revolve around the black woman's hair. Um, it's all, it's a whole universe that a lot of people don't know about, don't even realize it's there unless they're a part of it. And so I did love that this movie kind of put a, a spotlight on that, on that world that I think is foreign to a lot of people.
0: Yeah, no, I agree. I loved, in this movie, I loved the scenes that were in the hair salons because they, I think, speak to a very real truth for uh-huh. us. And and for me personally, I love going to the hair salon. I loved going into it when I was younger. It was a, it was an amazing place to be. And I loved being in that environment with other people and watching them because really black people's hair is art the things that we are able to do with our hair is astounding Mm -hmm. and i loved seeing people transform into all of these different things but when you're not that's one place and then you leave that place and now the world is like i can say whatever i want to this person about what they've gotten done with their hair and the thing about it is it's never about the style of the hair It'd be one thing. If I got a haircut, if I got a bowl haircut, and someone was like, "That haircut is what have you done?" That's the worst haircut I've ever seen. I'd be like, "Yeah, you're right. Like, <laughs> it was a mistake." But it's never about that. It's always about the actual quality of my hair. Or mm-hmm. like, you know, um, I I just was really very excited to see this movie because I was really hoping that they would get into topics like that and they do and you know we'll dive into it a little bit deeper there but i just wanted to have a little conversation about it beforehand just in case anybody is gonna you know jump out before we get into spoilers i totally understand it but i do think that this is an important conversation one thing that i forgot to touch on in our initial conversation about this that i wanted to mention is that another thing that drew me to this movie was the idea that they were going to be talking about the the, that within the black community we within ourselves also per- perpetuate these ideas and constraints on what we consider to be good hair and I'm so happy that they did this in the movie. you see it a lot. a lot of the black people in this movie have their own ideals and put upon notions of what they think other black people's hair should be and and you hear it all the time. I mean I always hear people saying, oh well, their hair they're a sellout for wearing their hair this way i wish they would wear their hair more natural or you know uh why do they always wear a weave blah 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 it doesn't matter oh my god it doesn't matter if you feel confident wearing your hair a specific way then that is good hair don't let the ideals of another person and what they consider all black people should be like to infiltrate your mind and cause you to to do your hair a certain way if you want braids rock them natural great whatever it doesn't matter <laughs> it really doesn't um and i'm just glad that there are bits of that sprinkled throughout the movie because i do think that that is a thing that affects our community within our community a lot that people maybe aren't always adamant to talk about or comment on so yeah i was happy about that doesn't matter what people think do what you feel comforted with. If you want to try something different, fantastic, but do it for you. Not because somebody made some kind of of out-of-pocket comment about it. Oh oh my god, homies, can you tell that I am saucy on this, on this topic? I am, I am steaming like a fresh out of the microwave cup of noodles, just fogging up the glass. Okay, but that's it. I'll let you get back to the episode now.
1: Real quick, just so that you homies don't think that this versus episode is going to be completely biased towards bad hair, because you got two black people talking about black hair. Um, slacks is a heavy contender today. All right, oh, nobody, yeah. don't go into this episode sleeping on Slacks, thinking like it's not about to put up a fight, because Slacks too covers some very yeah. um close to home uh topics relating to like customer service and retail industry
0: fast fashion
1: fast fashion and all this like it 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 definitely uh it definitely leaves some commentary that i'm gonna be very excited to get into because this is another industry that uh we looking at you you got some issues and we're gonna discuss them issues today don't you worry Mm -hmm. don't you worry
0: Oh no! Don't you worry. We're coming. I'm for the looking fashion at you, Craig. Well. You
1: know what you did. I'm looking at you, Craig.
0: Look. Let me tell you something. Let me tell you something, out, Craig.
1: <laughs> Wait. Let's Craig, save it. Let's say it. Craig can sa-
0: choke. That's all I wanted to say. <laughs> <laughs> Craig can choke. That's all you need to know. You don't even need to watch the movie. Just know that.
1: All right. Well, before we get before we get too heated, we should probably go into these. Yes.
0: Yes. Yes. Let's do. So, homies, we're gonna do a rundown of. Both not, like the both of the plots just off of the jump.
1: Yeah. And then we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna put these two movies head to head in a couple of categories, um, just ahead of time so you guys know. We will be talking about which of these movies has a better plot overall, which of these movies has a better cast of characters, and then which of these movies has a better evil entity whether it be the evil weave or the evil (laughs) pair of pants but going into it I guess we will start off with Bad Hair which was directed by Justin Simeon which a lot of people may know as the director of Dear White People starring Ellie Lorraine as Anna Vanessa Williams as Zora Lena Wythe as Brooke Lynn which I love that name and Judith Scott As Edna.
0: We meet Anna Bloodsoe as a young child, currently in the middle of getting her first relaxer. Anna's cousin, Linda, despite insisting she followed the directions on the box, is horrified to find that the relaxer has burned Anna's scalp and caused some of her hair to fall out. Flash forward to 1989. An adult Anna has dedicated herself to taking care of her natural hair on her own. After arriving at work, she is upset to discover that the television station she works at is being given over to a new head of programming, Zora. Zora hints to Anna that her hair is too urban for the new image, and Zora's assistant tells Anna about Virgie, who can give her the best weed. After pleading her case to Virgie, Anna leaves feeling like a new woman. What she doesn't know is her hair has a mind and hunger of its own. Cut to slave folklore, many music videos, and some nightmare sequences. Anna is finally left to fight back against the hair that threatens to consume others and herself. Also, Maybe you should get that weave wet roll credits
1: oh shit okay well that was that was really good uh, I thought I was gonna do it but oh what's that up? that was oh I, I mean that you was that was good though that was good I liked thank it you. I liked it it was a good vibe
0: oh thank thank you I thought I was you know we're we're doing things a little we were doing things a little different so I thought I might hop in there but you can did you want to get the next one or
1: Yo, yeah, 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 no, I'll, 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 I'll totally do the next one. I'll do the next one, but that was great. I love that. Thank you. I loved you. everything that just happened there. That was beautiful.
0: Thank you. That was the homies' gift since we pranked them so hard. I thought <laughs> I would give them just a little something, a little something, something.
1: Well, why, why don't you? All right, why don't you go ahead and uh, set me up for the alley oop okay. for uh, slacks? Yeah, would you? yeah.
0: I'll pass it off to you. So, um, first off, slacks was directed by Elza Kephart. It was also written by Elza Kephart and Patricia Gomez, starring Romaine Dennis as Libby, Brett Donahue as you can choke Craig, and, (laughs) and Sahar Bojani as Shruti.
3: The CCC is getting prepared for their Monday madness clothing launch and it's young Libby's first night on the job. Pressures are high, but it's business as usual for our retail staff until one of the workers goes MIA. Libby is tasked with finding her missing coworker, but to her horror, finds her corpse in the bathroom instead. Insistent on making sure the Monday launch happens, Libby's manager Craig intends to keep the murder hidden until after tomorrow. Unfortunately for him, a possessed pair of killer jeans is roaming the store searching for blood. Wait, did did I read that right? I did? Okay. Insert vampire jeans, Bollywood music, and dead influencers here. Our film concludes with Libby trying to make things right with the vengeful spirit sealed inside the super shapers. Also, employee theft hurts all of us, Gemma. Roll credits.
0: Very good.
3: Thank you.
1: Thank you. All right. Should we Let's get this. Let's get this head-to-head started. I'm I'm ready to see these yeah. two movies duke it out.
0: I'm ready to see them fight. This is fight night for me.
1: <laughs> it's it's fight time. All right. So, <laughs> category number 1, we got the plot. So, Erica, I will ask you straight out the gate, which movie do you think had the stronger plot and why?
0: Oof, okay. So, here's the thing. Oh, God. See, this one is hard. Honestly, I think this is the hardest one for me, Mm -hmm. the plot, because I liked the plot of both of them. If I had to choose which plot I feel like was developed more and had more things going on, then that would be bad hair. But also, I felt like bad hair was too long. Okay. I don't know if you felt that way i I felt like it was like about 15 20 minutes too long personally
1: i I actually agree with you I do agree with you there um but please continue
0: so so that was one thing is I although bad hair as a whole I think the plot was more interesting and more involved i do appreciate the simplicity of slacks right Mm -hmm. slacks is very cut and dry we we're in a store we're doing a turnover for the new season and everybody's locked in the store and you know we got to get this done where i will give it to bad hair is i do Although the simplicity of slacks is a pro, the only con you get for that is it, it after a while, it's kind of like, OK, this person leaves and they're killed by the pants. Mm-hmm. And then this next person leaves and they're killed by the pants. And, you know, we have these kind of moments of just that happening, which as fun as that is, it. That's all it is, yeah. <laughs> which isn't which isn't bad. But I do think that because of that, bad hair just inches it out just a little bit because there's um more twists and turns, and so I was a little bit more inclined to be, you know, interested in where the plot was going in bad hair. Mm-hmm. Okay, how are how are you feeling about that?
1: So. I think I'm kind of where you're at in terms of like, there are things that I like about both that make it difficult to pick one or the other. Um, here's my thing is, so starting with Bad Hair, I did enjoy how much they tried to include in this movie. There are, there are a lot of different subplots and um, subtext happening throughout this movie. Um, that I did appreciate. I love that they were, you know, making us, the plot was making a statement about, um, you know, black women and their hair in executive culture and in um, uh, performance and television culture as well, and just the things that, that they had to go through there. I love that they were talking about, um, you know, slave lore and just the idea of stories from the past. And whether or not calling those stories fairy tales or or treating them as the truth that the people who initially created them um, thought of them as was a bad thing or you know something that is a problem with today's culture, I really I really liked that this movie was going it was it was trying a lot you know it was trying to do a lot of things and I really appreciated that and I also appreciated that this movie felt in plot and in delivery, very '90s, and I know they were going for it, and I do think they captured that really well. Is that's one of the things I loved about watching Bad Hair is like I felt like I was watching a '90s movie, and it just spurred so much nostalgia in my little bones that I loved every <laughs> bit of it. Um, mm-hmm. And the thing about Slacks, like you mentioned it before, is like the simplicity. I think is Slack's biggest strength is. It's such a simple concept. You're going into a movie about killer pants. All right. It's a movie right. about killer pants. And they. That's
0: why you're there. That's like, why you, you're you there. You want the movie because of the pants. Because the pants kill. And then you find out that they're vampire pants. <laughs> What's up? Okay. Yeah.
1: You're like, I'm here for this. And like, the thing with Slacks is they also have a bit of a deeper subtext to it too, with. Um, mm-hmm. I believe her name's Kurtha, right? Is the is the spirit who's possessing the, uh, uh, Kiret, 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 um, is a, is the spirit possessing the pants. And it goes into, um, a deeper, a deeper subplot about the crafting of fast fashion and the dangers of going down this route and the effects that it can have on people. And I love that they were, they managed to include that within this very simple storyline. And, Not have it be too overbearing. Like, at first, I thought it was kind of coming out of nowhere. But as the movie progressed, (laughs) um, I thought that they tied it in pretty well. And it didn't bother me that it was there. And I think it gave the movie a little bit more depth plot wise so that it wasn't just a movie about killer pants you know what i mean
0: right yeah and i that's fair it it comes out of nowhere because all of a sudden the pants just start dancing (laughs) that's what threw me but i was i was cracking up because the the pants are just dancing on their own down the hallway Mm -hmm. and through that because the pants are dancing to bollywood music and through that they're kind of like able to make a connection to the pants (laughs) but um i will say i i do i like they're flip-flopped for me i prefer the beginning of bad hair and then the ending i felt meh about and then for slacks the beginning i felt meh about but I liked the ending of it. Interesting. So, like, for, I f- was a little flipped on those.
1: It was a little bit more parallel for me. I'm not gonna lie. Like, I actually think I liked the beginning of both movies, and I was like, I was swept in when I started watching both movies. And for me, they both kind of lost steam towards the end. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's how. That's how I felt. Um, and,
0: and you know, that's fair. And I think that's the risk that you run when you're doing these kind of satire-esque movies is a lot of times it's the ending that lets them down because you have such a niche like concept that after a while you really got to figure out where you're going with this Mm -hmm. and you need to do an ending that's really gonna stick and a lot of time for me slacks is ending stuck a little bit better just because I wasn't expecting it at all yeah and it I was just so surprised that I I liked it I liked that the ending because I the the thing about both of these movies they both have a very very high kill count a lot of people die in these movies and For and in both movies, people died that I was expecting to live and I liked that. But particularly for slacks, I (laughs) when we started to get towards the end, I thought we had our final two girls. Right. Like I was like, oh, Shruti and Libby are doing it for the culture. They're about to get through it. Mm -hmm. Like they got this. Right. So then when Shruti died. I was taken aback. Right. Um I had to pause the movie for a minute cuz I was not expecting it. And then Libby dies at the at the end. Everybody, did. Yeah, you everybody can assume did. everybody in the world probably going to die because these Killer Pants are on and and they're an army now. It's Rhythm Nation. They're <laughs> going together through the world and I would just wasn't expecting that at all.
1: Yeah. And so I think that's, for me, that was, um, again, one of the strengths of Slacks is, like, the... I feel like every plot point in Slacks just kind of moves the movie forward towards its ultimate ending of the army pants taking over the world. Whereas uh, Bad Hair takes a couple of detours in certain places to explore different avenues. Um, But... In terms of like which one I would give the point to, although I think I enjoyed, because of its simplicity, I think I enjoyed Slax's plot more. Mm-hmm. I think the level of nuance and relatability for me, for Bad Hair's story, and the story and the universe that they were talking about, plot-wise, I'd have to give the point to Bad Hair.
0: Mm-hmm. I, I agree. I think the... And I think the thing about both of these movies is uh i feel like they do a good job of getting their message across without being too Mm heavy-handed but i will say for me bad hair does a better job of sprinkling little things throughout the entire movie while slacks goes A lot of it comes at once. Yeah, the the whole message kind of comes at you
1: all at once within
0: this moment, this one moment, and you're like, okay, yes, I I get that, I see it, I'm tracking. But with bad hair, they're kind of sprinkling throughout the movie all of these different instances Mm
2: -hmm.
0: where it all wraps up. That at least that storyline wraps up nicely for me. So I also would give the point to Bad Hair.
1: Yeah, that was that was definitely my deciding factor, too, is which of these stories took the message that they were trying to tell and implemented it um, for me better in their storyline. And I agree. I think Bad Hair had a much more um, tactical way of introducing their their moral questions and and the things they wanted you to think about their thinking points. I think we're sprinkled in a little bit better than Slacks. Not to say Slacks didn't do a good job, but yeah, that point's going to go to bad hair for me. All right. So that moves us into section number two, which is (laughs) characters and cast. So again, Erica, I will ask you which of these two movies did you enjoy the cast more in bad hair or Slacks?
0: Oh man. So I think this is another, this is probably the instance where, because we were discussing this before we started recording, is that these movies were much more similar in a lot of ways than we were expecting. Mm-hmm. I think that this is where they differ the most, is within the actual characters themselves. Because I will say, I think Slacks moves more towards the caricature, kind of. Yeah. Agreed. Way agreed. Rather than bad hair, where although we have characters that are a bit over the top, they're more grounded in reality. hmm So that's where you start to get these differences where I guess I just have to decide whether I prefer the more character in nature or if I liked the more grounded in reality.
1: This is um, true. We will need your choice, Erica. Oh my
0: gosh. <laughs> 10 seconds on the clock we need that answer (laughs) um oh gosh i guess i guess if i'm thinking of what i enjoyed or characters i enjoyed watching more specifically for the ensemble nature of it i would probably have to give it to bad hair again okay because i really liked a lot of these characters um and I thought that they were all very interesting. They all had something about them that kind of flipped my expectations on their head. So, for example, um, if I go to my notes, paragraph five, section six, <laughs> I wrote down... So, like, Linda, right? Linda is Anna's cousin.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: And I, at the beginning, was thinking, oh, Linda's just this stuck up girl who's self-absorbed and her and Anna don't get along. But then you meet Linda again later on and she's not that way at all. She actually is, they actually have a really good relationship. They get along really well. She's really proud of Anna and just kind of shows it in a funny way. And then you have... The character of Zora, who this the entire time I'm watching it because she is kind of the one who it's not necessarily her that gives her the push, but she leads Anna towards getting the weave specifically from Virgie kind of. Mm-hmm. And so this whole time I was watching it and I was thinking, oh, Zora is just evil. She's just evil. But she's not. You find out later that she is also freaking out about the fact that the weave is coming to life. And the whole time I was thinking that Zora was in on the plot or that she had something to do with it. And so when I found out that she was just as distraught as Anna, I just thought that that was really cool. I just thought it was different than what I expected them to do because I thought I knew these characters cut and dry. And even Anna herself, I think that she's a very interesting character because in one way I can relate to her (laughs) because Anna has always wanted to be either on the radio or on television and she doesn't really have a lot to show for it. But she still is, you know, convinced that this is what she's meant to do. And she's almost kind of embarrassed around her family because they're all so successful. And I liked her mixture of these moments of confidence because she is a very intelligent person and she does have amazing ideas. And when you get her talking about that, she's super confident. But then at the same time, she isn't you get her around the guy she likes and she you know lets him walk all over her mm-hmm. or you know you put her around people who are looking at her kind of funny because her hair is natural and she's self-conscious like I just thought that she had a lot of cool layers and I enjoyed watching her uh you know I I definitely will say that she is one of those characters where I enjoyed her a lot more in the beginning. And then as the movie went on,
1: kind of lost a little, lost bit of the luster.
0: Yeah, she lost a little bit of her shine for me (laughs) as the movie went on. But I still think that she was a great character to follow. Okay. So, yeah, I mean, I think because of that, if I'm thinking in my head, who will I remember Like. Off the top of my head, I remember more characters from Bad Hair mm-hmm. than I do from Slacks, which is interesting because there are way more characters in Bad yeah. Hair than there are in Slacks. But me thinking of it, I can name a majority of the Bad Hair characters. Mm-hmm. And it's taken me a minute to think of some of these Slacks characters because by all accounts, they are there for Yeah, kills, pretty much. Which... Don't get me wrong. I love it. I love it. <laughs> Give me all of the bodies. Give me a giant pile of bodies. But you know that doesn't mean that they're a great character. It just means that they are a great death. <laughs>
1: <laughs> fair, fair. So are you giving, or is your point going to bad hair? Then? Yeah,
0: it's gonna go to. It's gonna have to go to bad hair for this one.
1: Okay. Okay. So when it comes to these two movies, you are a hundred percent right. Where slacks leans far more into the caricature side of things when it comes to their character and the ensemble because it's kind of the nature of the movie the the movie's a little bit more um wacky i think than bad hair is not to say that bad hair doesn't go a little bit wacky every once in a while and it's got its laugh and funny moments but slacks definitely leans into that genre a bit more And I did as an ensemble. Funny enough, I think I enjoyed the cast from Slacks a little bit more than I enjoyed Bad Hair. Just as, just in seeing them all operate with each other and go back and forth. Like, I hate Craig. Everybody hates (laughs) Craig. The whole world hates Craig. But Craig was an interesting and fun character to watch throughout the course of the movie. Um, The thing is, I was not a huge fan. Comparing the two, not that I don't think she did a good job. I, I think, I think Remain did a fantastic job as Libby, but compared to following Anna, I had a much harder time following Libby. Mm -hmm. And I don't know if it was just because of like the the age range that she's playing, or like the mentality that she's playing of just this very, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Um, just very, uh, she's just okay. Kind of like, okay with everything that's happening. Um, she's a little bit of a pushover, understandably, because, you know, she really wants this job and it's her first day on the job. Um, but just watching her navigate these situations and just being like, okay, I found a, a dismembered body in the bathroom. Yeah. Okay. I won't tell, the cops because i'm afraid i'm gonna lose my job over it like that to me is just like i i get it for the sake of the plot but it's just it's hard to resonate with that character whereas in bad hair like you brought up i think every character had layers like they weren't going really the caricature route with that and even the characters that you thought might be caricatures had an extra layer to them um you already mentioned Zora, like Anna in a character, I think she had so many different ebbs and flows to her character and the um, motivations that she had that it was very interesting to watch her throughout the course of the movie. But even some of the side characters, like one I bring up is uh, is, is Usher. We got Usher in the <laughs> yeah. damn movie. Um, but even his character, right? Like you assume that we're getting this just like he's just there to be the star character right and he doesn't have like a huge role in the movie per se but even when he approaches like anna at that party and we get to see a little bit of the humanity behind him it was like a small thing but it was like the fact that they went to the lengths to even give some of the characters with only a few lines a little bit of emotional depth i appreciated that and I think the circumstances that the characters had to navigate in Bad Hair was a little bit more interesting than just being slaughtered by a pair of pants. Um, so, and also there were a lot of random gems within the Bad Hairs cast. Um, you brought up Linda, which was a great one. And even I think Anna's dad was like a great character that I enjoyed watching. Um, I loved seeing um, Edith. Like I loved learning more about her. Like there were just more characters that, as we spent more time with them, we learned more about them, and I appreciated that. So even though I liked how the Slacks group operated together, and I liked the caricatures that th- that were there, I- and I liked the character work that everybody did, I think my point has to go to Bad Hair because of the depth mm-hmm. of the characters.
0: And I will say, in defense of Slacks. I I do appreciate cuz I do I get what you're saying where it's like all right Libby baby girl what are you doing but I I mm-hmm. I will give the writing this I think that they were very smart in the way that they wrote it because you have this idea that they're locked down no cell phones no blah 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 and um Craig um, does a good job of convincing Libby that, oh, when the lockdown is over, like this will, I'll figure this out. I'll take care of this, blah, 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 blah. And you do see that it affects her. And then mm-hmm. as soon as another one happens, she's like, nah, we're going to the cops. And then he knocks her out. So I do yeah. like that. I do like that. They didn't give it too much time for you to for her to sit on it because i feel like if she had just been kind of chilling on that information and he didn't like incapacitate her in some way it would have been weird (laughs) but Mm -hmm. i'm glad that you know they had that kind of moment and i also do like that it's libby's first day i think that that was very smart of them because Mm -hmm. you can understand why she's like over eager and ready to do whatever it takes, buy a... What was her shirt? She had to buy a shirt that was like $160 or something. It yeah. was a baseball tee with purple sleeves. <laughs> I couldn't believe Yo, that.
1: Welcome to, welcome to modern retail, shit.
0: Oh, my gosh. That made me sick. I couldn't believe that.
1: <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah. Okay. So, that's, that's two. That's two in the character... Uh, in the character category for bad hair i believe yes moving on to uh category number three and maybe maybe the most important category the monster Mm -hmm. in both films erica who did it for you better the killer weave or the killer jeans
0: it's the killer jeans for me Oh yeah, it's the killer jeans. I I didn't think it would be, but it's the killer jeans. Look, um, I liked the killer weave. I did. I thought it was fine. You know, it's whatever. The killer weave. First of all, both of these. This is another similarity that both of these movies have: is the blood. They both, like, need blood to Mm -hmm. thrive and live their best lives. So, secondly, the way that this weave gets blood, disgusting to me. I was flabbergasted when it stuck itself into her finger and she had to pull it out of her finger. Um... I don't, I didn't even know what to say. I, it really made me feel uncomfortable. It just grossed me out watching her pull it out of her finger. And the implications, the implications of when she got her period.
1: I was gonna say that the the finger cut got you more than that scene
0: no. no, it didn't. I was just, I was still young. I was still naive. Oh, to be Erica before she saw the next scene. I <laughs> imagine there's a version of myself who has yet to watch this and who is just flying through life. Because, yeah, so that's one thing. Because that's the first weird thing that happens is the finger cut. And I was like, ew, I hope I don't see anything like that again. (laughs) And then a little bit later on, because it, it starts to become clear that this weave, when it does not get blood, it is unmanageable like the when it has blood it's shiny it's glossy it's waving she's flipping it around it's flowing in the wind it's like getting longer and then if it doesn't have blood it's just kind of a mess and so there's a scene of her in her bathroom and she gets her pad out because she's on a period and the hair the hair slithers its way Into her pants, (laughs) and it shook me. Every fiber of my being was spooked, and the way that she stood there, and just let (laughs) it
3: happen, and
0: just the look on her face—I was like, of the implications. I can't. (laughs) I can't speak. I'm really. I'm really stumbling over my words here because I just can't. (laughs) Because I would like to think, what I would like to believe, and I'm sorry, homies, if this is too much, but what I would like to believe is that it just kind of nestled itself within her underwear, had a little drink, had a little sip, wet its whistle, and came back up. But we don't know. We don't know what happened down there. (laughs) We don't know, and we'll never know. (laughs) And that's what's upsetting. It was only implied. So oh
1: God. And the, the crazy thing is both both movies contain our monster getting off on period blood because I'm f- I'm fairly sure it was a little nuanced in Slacks because we never really knew if Gemma actually got her period. but I actually was of the belief that she did get it and that gave um the slack its taste for blood actually
0: so i don't think she did because she cut her finger didn't she cut her finger earlier on and then like wiped it on her pants
1: is that is that what happened
2: because the only reason
1: i remember anna cutting her finger i don't remember um well oh no, no no she oh she uh she cut it on the zipper she yeah, the zipper. so she could it on the
0: zipper. And the only reason I say that is because I, I think that she assumed she got her period because the pants tightened and she thought she was having cramps. Oh,
2: okay. And I
0: think she probably also thought she was bloated. So that's what I think she th- was thinking. Um, okay. But still, still weird. Um, <laughs> <laughs> it was just still upsetting. So as far as the... The thing about bad hair is the way that they approach the situation. The weave is a gremlin. You can't get it wet, can't feed it after midnight. You know, it has all these rules. And as soon as she said that, I was like, oh, she should get it wet. Like (laughs) when (laughs) things start happening, same. I was like, yo,
1: throw water on that.
0: (laughs) Yeah, because, you know, it's kind of hinted to a couple of times throughout the movie but as a black girl I totally understand it is against all of our instincts to get our hair wet like it's one thing to say that but you will see me running in a parking lot with a coat over my head if there (laughs) is a drop of rain so I understand why it's not you know the first thing that popped into her head but I think where Slax Slacks has an upper hand, is in bad hair. We discover a couple of different ways that this weave can either be weakened or can be defeated. Slacks does not have that. There is no resolution. These pants are unstoppable. (laughs) As soon as they get some blood in them, they are ready to rock and roll. And there's nothing you can do. And they do almost have a moment where it seems like they are you know maybe gonna get everything figured out and solved and then dusty musty crusty ass craig <laughs> ruins it and then after that moment it seems like all is lost mm-hmm. and you have to be afraid of something that you can't beat at all apparently
1: that's true because how do you kill how do you kill pants like
3: how you do you kill pants set him
0: on fire i guess
1: I don't know we never we never get to explore it because the pants are never stopped Uh, (laughs) that's a that's a huge that's a huge thing is bad hair we do eventually stop the evil weave at least our portion of the evil weave but the pants the pants go undefeated for the length of their movie
0: yeah and we don't even see them get hurt like there's never a time where someone like does anything to the pants the pants (gasps) always have an upper hand
1: That's true. Besides the extinguisher, we have Craig Craig once like blowing a fire extinguisher at it, and it like scared it, but it was very much fine afterwards. Yeah, it was
0: fine. It just startled it, and I think the thing that startled it was because he blew its mannequin top off. Not even mm -hmm. it didn't even like affect the pants. It just lost its quote unquote body. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Um, And I so the cool thing about bad hair is that I do like this idea of the weave being able to take over the person and so there's these moments when they kind of like lose themselves and Mm -hmm. then the weave gets to do its thing so that's nice but the the kills in slacks i think are are better
1: dude a thousand times better than the kills I'm not, bad i'm hair. not even gonna mince words i, there.
0: The I was kills expecting kills and more. slacks yeah
1: shook me i was not they're expecting great. what i saw
0: they're great they're super gory they're really fun and they're all different that's the thing i was expecting a lot more from bad hair but it kind of just turns into hair grabbing people yeah. and like yeah, wrapping like- itself around them
1: yeah, like grabs them. It'll it'll stab, it'll stab them and like suck out their blood sometimes. We get a neck crack from both of them, but I was much more a fan of the Slacks neck crack over <laughs> yeah. the Bad Hair neck. The Bad crack. Hair
0: one was kind of funny. It was just the timing of it cuz it's like it's like Zora, Zora's like it's just hair and grabs scissors and then all of a sudden the hair just like <laughs> wraps around her and like pulls her up and cracks her cracks her neck. Um mm-hmm. but yeah, I definitely I preferred the neck crack as well in slacks and the deaths are just great and I love the idea of like putting on these pants and then like not being able to do anything once you have them on like they're just on and they can kind of do whatever they want and I really really liked um I think it was Lord's death, where it's like biting off all of his limbs.
1: <laughs> <laughs> right.
0: The pants have teeth, basically. <laughs> <laughs> that one's good, but you know whose was weird. Who? Hunter's.
1: How did Hunter die? Oh yeah, because Hunter just got uh, lured into killing herself, basically. Like
0: basically.
1: He, he just guy just guides her into impaling herself on like a a hanger. Like a a yeah. wall hook.
0: And it's weird because it's like it's all shot from like her knees down. And I think it's supposed to be implying that like the pants are shaking her legs, but it kind of looks like she's shaking them on her own. And part of me wonders if maybe they didn't have that actress for the specific day that they were meant to film it. And so they had to shoot cheat all of the shots so that you never saw her face Because it's very, very strange in comparison to all the other ones. You only see the bottom of her legs. You see her, like, lose her... You see the pants, like, controlling her legs. (laughs) And then Mm -hmm. all of a sudden she flips around. And then, yeah, you see the back of her head as she, like, falls onto a hook. It's very strange.
1: Yeah. But, like, the thing is, even with that being said, the thing that gets me and I definitely give my point to slacks for the monster because the pants had way more personality than the weave both the weave did have personality I did appreciate that they attempted to give the weave a bit of personality because it's supposed to be the the spirit of witches have um imbued themselves within the fibers of the of this weave so like there is there's some witch personality within the weave but, like, the slacks, you know, it moves around on its own. It gets little emotion emotions that you can see via the, like, butt pockets. <laughs> like, they kind of are, like, makeshift eyes. And then you get the little mouth with the opening of the pants. Like, they did a great job of just giving these pants personality. Um, and I did see, just because we're on the topic of it, I did see a little bit of background as to like how the the pants happened and what they did. And I did appreciate the fact that all of the pants and pant effects were done in camera. So they didn't do any of this with CGI or post afterwards, or at least most of it they didn't do with CGI. Um, so they, they had an entire crew of puppeteers moving around the pants. So every time the pants or, like, slinking across the floor and doing all that stuff. That's actually people moving the pants, which I definitely appreciated. And they had to make 45 different pairs of pants, all with different, quote-unquote, facial expressions to use throughout the course of the movie. So, like, I don't know. I was... the From the production to the personality to the sheer ludicrousness of how this these pants killed everybody... I was much more, much more um, uh, impressed by the pants yeah. than I was for the weave.
0: I agree. And I also do, as much as I love the, like, the slave folklore and that whole idea of bad hair, mm-hmm. I preferred the background for slacks because yeah. I liked that the back, like, at times, to me, it felt like the moss-haired, moss-haired girl tale in Bad Hair was almost something that they could fall back on when they didn't really know what else Where'd to go? do. And, like, I, I don't... I, I, I do like... Well, and I don't even know if I like it, though. Because then at the end, you know, we get this moss-haired girl story, which basically says that this slave went you know she wanted beautiful hair and she went and saw this tree that and all the moss was hanging from it and it looked like hair and so she put it on or she like made herself a wig out of the hair basically and then it's the same thing it's like the hair had its own it was made from witches hair
2: Mm-hmm. And
0: it had its own, you know, did did its own thing, and then it killed the moss haired girl and was basically like using her body as a suit for all the different witches to, you know, uh, possess her. yeah, and I, and so then in the end, we find out that the weave that they're getting is from the plantation owners' sons have taken over the plantation. Mm-hmm. and they're sending out the hair and the plantation owner's son is the same guy that works at the radio the yeah television. I, it didn't why work did they, for me dude did it did that? not work
1: for me at all
0: <laughs> it just seemed so unnecessary i just thought that that was like a weird that it just felt like they were like oh well, we need to tie this back into the moss haired girl story mm-hmm. but i was fine with it just being the story that we kind of got you know references to and through that we figured out what was going on i don't like that it was legitimately the moss-haired girls story was literally happening i thought that that was really silly Mm -hmm. but then in slacks we find out that you know the whole thing with the ccc where they work uh everybody thinks that it's you know this humanitarian fashion store and Libby's convinced that everything they do there is is against fast fashion and she comes to find out that nope you know they are basically doing sweatshops they don't check who's working for them and it's it's everything that she hates is what that is and so we find out that the the girl that was making picking cotton for them she fell into the cotton processor and she died and so she's possessing these pants now and she wants like justice and she wants revenge Mm -hmm. i liked that way better
1: yeah i liked it way better i like the implication that and i we never really get the the information on how the possession works right but i like to believe that they that she her soul possessed the cotton fibers and they ended up still using the cotton despite the fact that a girl yeah. that a 13 year old girl was grinded like a meat grinder with the cotton I, um so that's how she possessed it
0: i thought the same thing i cuz it shows you a shot of the her blood like being mixed with in with the cotton and i was like i bet you they still used that cotton because like why not Mm -hmm. you know it's good (laughs) it's just kind of wash it and call it a day um so yeah i i felt the same way because we do see that it's not just one pair of pants it's
1: all 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 the the super shapers
0: which makes me think that they did use that cotton because she has some kind of she's obviously the leader and she comes to life first but she is supplying all the other pants blood so that Mm -hmm. they'll be ready to rock by the time (laughs) the doors open Um, so yeah so I wouldn't be surprised if it's just kind of her essence is throughout all of these pants and she's able to control all of them and I think they did a better job of tying that in with the message of their movie and it was more more it felt like more a part of the movie, despite how silly it was, like the way that they found that out was silly, but it felt more ingrained in the movie than the moss haired girl felt to me.
1: I agree. I agree with that. All right. So, so I think we both gave the monster slacks. point to slacks, right?
0: The pants.
1: The pants. The pants gets it. So to review, <laughs> we've got four plot we both were we voted for bad hair and then for characters, I believe we also both voted for bad hair. And then for the monster, we both voted for uh, slacks. So that's, that that's how that's where we stand homies on, on those three categories. All right. For the record, this isn't like a specific point system though. So to kind of like wrap us up, we gotta put it down right now, Erica. After discussing this, are you team bad hair or are you team slacks?
0: Hey, can you go first?
1: Oh, you want me to go first? Yeah. Oh man. I'm
0: still think. I'm still trying to decide. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Damn, I was trying to I was trying to put it yeah, on you, you so me, I could decide. See,
0: you maybe go first in all the categories. Okay, I, that's, I fair.
1: that's fair. That's fair. That's <laughs> fair. That is fair. Okay. All right. So between these two, now I will say I enjoyed both of these movies. Since we're not giving like our standard ratings for these movies, I'm gonna throw that out there right now. That I enjoyed both of these movies, and I think both movies are definitely worth a watch. Um, so there's that, there's that disclaimer before we get too deep into it, uh, watch both of these. They're fun. They're a lot of fun. Uh, going into slacks, I watched slacks first and I was very impressed and very surprised by how much I really liked that movie. It was very fun to watch. It was super enjoyable. I love the monster in it and I think they tied in their moral dilemma pretty well with the actual plot and how they were going through. I also do think, from a uh, shooting perspective, I do think that uh, Slacks was shot better for my preferences. I much preferred the way that Slacks was shot over how Bad Hair was shot. However, I did understand that Bad Hair was going for a more i guess period look at this point which like makes me almost sick to say but that's the truth it's like <laughs> 90s is kind of a period piece at this point um and i do think they did capture that essence um but with all that being said <laughs> if i have to pick one that i'm going to side with Erica I am i'm going to have to say that i'm team bad hair
0: whoa okay i wasn't expecting i wasn't expecting you to say that i I thought you were gonna say slacks
1: i know i know and it's it's very close it is actually a like super 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 close race um and i think bad hair inches it out just a little bit because i think that slacks is stronger than bad hair in a lot of different areas and i think the fact that the monster and slacks is stronger than bad hair is a big is a big thing is a big thing. However, for me, I just can't replace the feeling that I just bad hair just resonated a little bit more for me. And even though it's talking about you know the black woman's perspective on their hair and dealing with all that stuff, like there was something about the. The, the ensemble, the layering of the characters, the, the moral dilemma that our main character faces and the things that she has to go through. And I think the overall message that the movie was kind of going for that just sat with me a little bit more than Slacks did. I enjoyed both. I enjoyed both a lot watching them. But a day, the day after watching Slacks, I had kind of moved on from my thoughts about Slacks, where Bad Hair, I think, sat with me for a little bit longer. So if I'm going to pick a side here. It's just so hard for me because I'm a very indecisive person. I'm going with Team Hair.
0: Huh. Well, so I really did enjoy both of them. And if I'm thinking about it, I probably enjoyed them both fairly equally because to me, they both kind of have the same amount of like pros and cons. Um, I think that Slacks is more fun. It's more like a cut and dry story, which I enjoy. Sometimes I just want to watch people locked in a place getting picked off one by one like that's fun mm-hmm. <laughs> and sometimes you are in the mood for something like that and I had a good time watching it I think that the deaths were very clever I think that the way that it was written all of the characters made sense in this world but like I said it does kind of become one of those things where i after a while it is that is what it is it's people locked in a place getting picked off one by one and that can be fine and that was fine but i was wanting just something else like there was a point in the middle where i just felt like i wanted something more but the length of slacks in my opinion is perfect that is how long i feel like these types of movies should be so bad hair should have if bad hair is more the length of slacks i think bad hair would have been a lot better for me Mm -hmm. but it's almost 30 minutes longer and maybe more than that um but i do love the The story of bad hair. I love all the little like nuancy moments that they put in there that just really stuck out to me and just really hit for me. And they're just these small moments like there's a part where you know after she finds out what's going on and she's trying to figure out how to get rid of her weave and she like goes over to see her uncle and they're talking and she's obviously distraught about something. Mm Mm-hmm. And he but he just leaves her and he says like he says something like, oh, you look beautiful because her hair looks nice. Mm -hmm. And I just thought that that was like, you know, it's just little moments like that where I feel like it's such a commentary on how a lot of black women feel about their hair and about themselves. And I love that. But those moments were the moments that were the best for me. The parts with the actual, like, weave going about its business, it was fine. If Maybe if they had been more creative or they had done more with it, I would have been more excited about it. Mm-hmm. But, you know, I, like like we said, after a while, it was just kind of like, oh, <laughs> the weave's coming at you, and it snatched you, and now it's going to suck you like a leech. And, like, mm-hmm. that's what we can expect from it. But with all of that said... I think I'm going to have to agree with you.
1: Oh, really? So. I'm also <laughs> surprised.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I, and I, it's basically the same reason as, and it's so funny because I think we both can say that we think Slacks is a very good movie beginning to end. I think Bad Hair had more problems beginning to end. Mm-hmm. But the good in Bad Hair, I think is good enough that I agree with you there are parts of that movie that I am still thinking about but with Slacks I watched it and I was like okay cool like <laughs> you know I'm good I'm good with that that was mm-hmm. that was fun that was fun and I enjoyed watching it but yeah they're definitely very close like
1: it's super it's super it's so close cuz I really way like Slacks closer. And mm-hmm. the weird thing is, honestly, I feel like I would probably pop in Slacks to watch again before I would watch Bad Hair. But, yeah, I don't know. Bad Hair kind of resonated a little bit. And I was just like, I, I think that's the team that I got to side with. So is that official? The Homies of Horror are, in <laughs> fact, Team Bad Hair? Is that is that team, what we're saying?
0: Team Bad Hair. Yeah. Team Team Bad Hair. But we stand, Evil Pants.
1: <laughs> true, true, true. I can wholeheartedly agree with that. Um, <laughs> okay. Well, before we go, before we go, there's one mm-hmm. more question that I did want to ask you okay. um, that I was thinking about after watching both of these movies is, do you think, this might be jumping the gun here, but do you think we are entering the era, the the, the next era of uh killer inanimate objects is this is this the new trend do you think this is the route we're gonna go down
0: i mean i would be okay with that i because the thing about killer inanimate objects is people are always making those movies it's just like they're not good like they don't have a budget Mm -hmm. (laughs) you know what i mean um but i would like to see those movies with a budget and if these movies can get more people to be inclined to put money towards them like other movies such as these i would be totally cool with that Mm -hmm. i would be very happy
1: what okay i lied there's one more question what object would you (laughs) love to see a movie about a murderous blank what would you have
0: oh my gosh oh my gosh well do you have one
1: uh Not really. I mean I feel like a killer hat might be interesting, you know? <laughs> that might that might be kind of fun.
0: Yeah. <laughs> maybe
1: a maybe a killer pair of sneakers.
0: Ooh, yeah. And they like make you run.
1: <laughs>
3: they make you run until your your legs just bleed out.
0: Um, <laughs> Um, I'd like to see some killer jewelry. Like Ooh. maybe like a killer bracelet or like a killer necklace mm-hmm. or something like that. It might be You know cool.
1: what? Scratch all that. I want to see the killer Tesla. Give it to me.
0: I was Give thinking it to me right thing. now. They should make because we have so many movies about killer cars. And now that we have a Tesla, which basically at this point in time has all the means to be a killer car. We don't have anything about it yet.
1: It's, it's time. It's time.
0: It's perfect. Let's do that. <laughs> a killer Tesla. And a killer bra.
1: Let's and do that one. A killer bra. <laughs> <laughs> please, both in the same year. I want to watch these movies back to back.
0: Yeah, please. <laughs> oh man. Well, homies, if you guys have any killer object movies that you feel is worth a watch don't uh, don't send us ones because you're like oh my god this was the worst thing i've ever watched i can never watch this again because why would you do that to
2: us
0: (laughs) why would you want us to watch that but if it's a movie where you're like no this is definitely worth watching because it's so bad because it's so funny because it's so good i would be interested in checking those out because i love killer inanimate objects i just have a hard time watching the ones that were obviously made on the budget of a bar of soap and five nickels.
1: <laughs> right. <laughs> now, these two movies made a believer out of me. I'm actually, uh, like, I am maybe team bad here, but I'm also team inanimate object now. I want to see these objects out here murking people left and right.
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Truly. Um, but if you homies haven't checked out either of these movies or one or the other... Bad Hair is on Hulu and Slacks is on Shudder. So check them out. I think they're fun. I think that they're worth a watch. I would be interested in hearing what you guys think of them. And if you watch both of them, you know, compare and contrast if you'd like. Um, We will be going back to our regular schedule. So we are back to Mondays after this one. So you can catch us on our new episode this upcoming Monday. Um if you guys are so inclined please go into Apple Podcasts and leave us a rating or a review. We love to hear from you homies of what you are thinking, what you're loving, and it's also the easiest way to get us on other people's radars. So if you are on Apple Podcasts and you have the ability to do that, we would very much appreciate it. You can always reach out to us or find us on our social media. We are Homies of Horror on all social platforms. And if you'd like to, you can also email us if you have any business inquiries or recommendations, requests, etc., etc. You can email us. We are Homies of Horror horror at gmail.com but that is it for us today homies like i said we will be seeing you this upcoming monday and we hope that you guys have a great rest of your week
1: catch you later homies
0: bye